Okay, we're live. <laughs> oh, Chris. Oh, shit. Back in the studio. Back in the studio, ready to fuck shit up. Oh, oh yeah, girl. We did it. Uh, we stole our mama's credit. I'm cool. I'm hot. Something in the stomach one more time. Remember that one? What's that from? Is that, was that big? I think I did big. <laughs> Tom Hanks? Tom big. Hanks? Big? Yeah. He was small. Isn't that? Then he was big. Do you remember that, though? He I don't remember I'm that cool, part. I'm hot. Slug me in the stomach one more time. I don't remember that part from Big. You guys remember that part? You guys remember that part? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is Chris Baca and Jared Truby in the basement of the Balboa Building. Mm-hmm. And we have a special 2015 Sprudgy Awards episode for you guys. Sprudgy. Sprudgy. We were nominated for a Sprudgy. Thank we're a you. Sprudgy finalist. So wow. whoever nominated us, thanks. It means a whole lot. We totally weren't expecting it, and that is freaking awesome. You're it was the best out. surprise. Someone's freaking like, hey, you get nominated for an award. I said, what? What kind of award would we be nominated for? Notable Roaster. Thank you. And we're in good company. So uh, just to kick it off, shameless self-promotion, if you'd love to vote for us, and we would love for you to vote for us, if you're feeling it, go to sprudge.com slash vote. Or you can go to catandcloud.com. We got a banner that links to yep. the voting page. And since we're on this spreadsheet topic, we thought it would be fun to just kind of run through the spreadsheet ballot. Yeah, let's do it. And we're going to cast our votes together. And guess what, world? You guys are probably going to be mad at us because we're going to pick some. But you know what? We love everybody in this thing, so it's yeah, all good. We're, we're we just gonna, gotta pick our favorites. We're gonna be choosing. Yeah. Let's just get right into it. See, so choosy. Uh 2015 Spreadsheet Awards finalist ballot. Must enter. Must enter. That's Con- us. Country. We could put our note should we put our name in and vote for ourselves? Uni- United <laughs> States of America. We're still here, guys. USA. Uh, okay. First category is notable roaster. There are six of them. Kopi Co- from uh-huh. Sweden. Five Elephant, Coffee in Berlin. 49th Parallel, Vancouver, BC. Ooh, I get to say it. Next up, Cat and Cloud from California. Ruby Coffee Roasters, Wisconsin. Heart Coffee Roasters in Oregon. Okay, what do you got, JT? Weird. I don't know. I'd probably vote for Cat and Cloud, but... <laughs> <laughs> let's assume Let's assume that we can't vote let's for ourselves. Let's assume we can't vote for ourselves. Yeah, who would we pick if I we couldn't to, vote for ourselves? I personally have to go with my boy, Jared Linzimer from Ruby Coffee Roasters, because he and I have had a... A long-standing relationship, as well as my buddy Matt Williams, who we both have worked with. He's out there helping out, and uh, I like actually everybody's coffee on this list. But I have most of the uh, the biggest connection to that that group of dudes. Yeah, it's pretty family. It's a pretty messed up good list. I feel like. Yeah, it really is. I like mean, everybody on this list, I don't think I've had any Kopi coffee. I yeah, you did. Didn't you get Kopi coffee at WBC and you brought some home and it was the bomb? I haven't had Five Elephant coffee. But I've had Kopi Maybe coffee. I'm swapping for... F- oh, yeah, you're right. Didn't you're you get right. some espresso? Ye- no. From a dude? That was um, Coffee Supreme. That was Coffee Supreme? Yeah. Ah, it was good, too. That was really good. It was Alita. So I'm I'm going to cast my vote, not having drinking all the coffee. I'm going to go a little bit different direction, and I'm going to go 49th Parallel. They're consistently delicious. Yeah, that's the reason why, is that they've been consistently putting out awesome coffee since basically forever. And they do that little old school espresso thing, which is kind of fun. Yeah, that's fun. I think that's cool. So, yep. Jared goes Ruby. I go 49th. Moving on. Best new cafe. We've got Amethyst Coffee in Denver. Playground Coffee in Hamburg. Paramount Coffee Project, Los Angeles. Public Us, Las Vegas. Boca Coffee, Amsterdam. And Typico. Typico Coffee, Buffalo, New York. Uh, this is kind of a no-brainer, I think. Yeah, we for have both to. both of us. Not uh, because we have to, because we are. We want to. 
Tipico Coffee. All day. Buffalo, New York. Vote for Tipico. Jesse Krause. Yeah. Highly endorsed. Congratulations, Jesse, on getting this bad boy open. We miss you and your family. So awesome. Uh, we worked with Jesse at Verve, and he's a stand-up guy, and he knows his stuff, and he left and started a cafe, and it's open, and his space is beautiful. You should probably check it out on the internet, on the Instagram. The web. So I'm going to go with Tipico. Yay, yay. If I couldn't vote for a friend, I would... You know, again, this is hard because not all of these are close. Yeah. But I've heard good things about Paramount. They're in L.A. Yeah, people are talking about Paramount because of the food project, which is pretty awesome, and good coffee from uh, from Australia, They're right? A lot of Australian coffee. The US, Public Us is, is killing it, too, though. Amethyst is killing it. I, there's a lot of fun. I've never sick. been to Amsterdam or Hamburg, so sorry, guys. No offense. Do you have weed drink and a handy cam? <laughs> all of which are legal in Amsterdam? Amsterdam. <laughs> Kanye, you get it every time. All right, up next. Best new product. Ooh. Well, we got the La Marzocco Linea Mini. We've got the Akaya Lunar Scale. We got the Stag Kettle. Ooh, Stag? Hey, Chris, you going to the uh, prom this year? Yeah, I'm going Stag Kettle. <laughs> Espro Travel Press. The Slayer One Group Espresso Machine. And the La Colombe Draft Latte. What do you got on draft? Just this latte. Mm, a nice little latte. Uh, I'll just jump in here. I had a lot of fun playing on the La Marzocco Linea Mini at the the World Barista Championships in Seattle, and I got to go there. I love it. Sweet. It's pretty cool. It is a cool. It is a cool espresso machine. Am I too loud right now? I don't know. I Am don't I see... too loud? No, Chris. Oh, I can't tell. That would be no. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we world got this. is cool. Chris is fine. Jared's going La Marzocco Linea Linea Linea. That's a Linea and Minia combined into one word. I just yep, said yep, three yep, yep, unknown yep. words. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So depending on how you want to look at this, you could go a couple different ways. So we've got a couple one-group espresso machines on here. We do. Which are cool and good machines. And my heart wants to go with La Marzocco because they've supported us so much. Hard. And they let us borrow a machine to do our first event, and they've been there just throughout the years. But I'm actually going to not go with La Marzocco, and I'm going to go with the Akaya Lunar Scale. Hey, you and had a moment. I will tell you why. The espresso machine, the Linea Mini, I can't say Linea Mini for some reason. It's a great machine, but it doesn't have much applicability for me. Like It's a one-group home espresso machine, so it's almost catering to a different market. It's catering to the home enthusiast market, and I'm looking at this from a coffee professional, professional barista, and a small, accurate, waterproof scale. Pretty cool. That can accommodate a portafilter and do all your espresso duties is yeah. kind of a winner for me. Without a doubt. Yeah. If I was looking at it from a home enthusiast market, I'd have to go La Marzocco. <laughs> there it is, you guys. Chuck it down. I, I do, and we were, just to give props where it's where it's due, yeah. we were kind of talking about uh, draft lattes yeah, earlier, and we I really like that idea. Draft lattes are cool. And I want to try one. Yeah. Me too. Good Next category. Best coffee video slash film. Number one, Barista. Number two, beep, Cupping with Colin Hartman from Tamper Tantrum. Number three, Chef Steps coffee series. Number four, Minneapolis to Winnipeg, a short film by Dogwood. I like the word Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Sounds good. Yeah, that's where the Jets are from. Uh, caffeinated. That's number five. I'll go if I don't have to talk. Comedians <laughs> in Cars with Julie Louise Dreyfus. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, let's let's get let's get real here. Let's get super real. My boy Rock Beige Nuts deserves to be my boat. <laughs> vote. 
My boat boat. So who's Rock Barista? Beige Noth. Yeah. Beige Noth uh, is the director slash creator of Barista, the film. The film Barista. It was well done. I'm giving him my vote. You've got my vote. Yeah, so this is another interesting category for me. Yeah, because I love Colin, Where I was, a, where too, was a little yeah, pulled. So here's the thing. Barista is a proper film. It's a proper film. With a proper budget and proper camera work, proper editing, and a score. Yeah, it's next. Yeah, so it's like the next next. On that sense, it's totally legit. I'm going to go with Fuck Cupping. Of course. Colin Harmon and Colin's Tamper Tantrum. Boy. And I'll tell you why. I was watching some of this, and yeah. if you haven't watched this, you need to watch this. It's good. Is good. I mean, he talks about, you know, he starts this whole thing off. It, it was funny because I haven't listened to Colin talk in a while. Yeah. And I was remembering, oh, yeah, this is why I really like this guy. Because <laughs> we know each other, right? And you got to spend some time with him yeah. in Ireland. and But I haven't listened to his stuff for a while. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're friends and everything. But this is why I respect this dude. And he, he's on fire. So he talks about the industry. And he's like, I don't know how to roast coffee at all. I'm really proud of this. I've never been to a coffee farm. I'm really proud of this. And you're like, what? And where he's going is he talks about people feeling pressure to tick off all of the boxes Yeah. in our industry. And like, I was a roaster and yeah. I was a green bar and I was a thing. And Listen to me. I have cred. And he's he's saying like, I'm trying to be focused. Yeah. And I'm going to excel at one thing and I don't want to feel this pressure to tick off all these boxes. And he talks about some cool stuff like that we really vibe with. Where he's like, you know, I'll send coffee to people maybe pr- prospective wholesale clients and they're like, oh yeah. Oh, did you get that coffee? Yeah, I, cu- I cupped it. We didn't really like it. Oh, cool. Well, well, did, did you, you drink it? Did you brew it? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. We cupped it. We didn't like it. And he talks about so how there's dumb. a difference Yeah. and where do those things apply? And he's like, well, if I had a coffee that cut bad but brewed well, I would probably serve it Unless I had a cupping cafe, which I don't because I just have a coffee shop that serves <laughs> brewed coffee. <laughs> That's why when you and I are cupping all of our stuff, we like we, we pull it as espresso and brew it. Yeah. To pull see it as espresso, as brew much, it. Yeah. We cup it first just for that reference point. Of course. Pull it as espresso and brew it. Yeah, you get your range. Always. Because if you actually want to have a relationship with your coffee, you should do all that. Well, it's like, what are you going to do with it? You're going to brew the fucking coffee. Come on in, everybody. We're going to have a 40-minute cuffing. And I, that res- just say, hot, medium, and cold. <laughs> that resonates with me because I would gift people coffee back in the day a lot. Remember that? And I was like, oh, did you drink that coffee? And they're like, oh, yeah, I cupped it. It was like, okay. And I'm like, you're not supposed to cup it, dude. You're supposed to get up in the morning, make it for yourself, and enjoy have it. your breakfast, fucking look at the sunrise. It's like, pull your head out of your ass. What are you doing? It's a gift from a friend. Speaking of which, I got to give some shout outs. You're thinking about, some people sent us coffee. Uh, we just got some coffee from Mojo Coffee Roasters. It's a, We got a natural hambella that was really awesome. And Spy House has just sent us a little gift in a jar that just came to my house. So, you know, Chris, we got some coffee to drink, not cup. And guess what, guys? We're going to enjoy it. I enjoyed that Hambella this morning. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we love it when you send us coffee, whoever you are. And we it's generally, yeah, we tend to focus on enjoying it. If you want us to cup it and you're like, critique this for me, we can totally do that too. But also, you, to be honest with you, even if you asked us just to cup it, we wouldn't just cup it. We'd cup it and we'd probably brew it and we'd probably pull an EK shot with it. We'd do the trio. Yeah, and then we'd actually give feedback based on that. So anyway, that's some real stuff right there. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to go with fuck cupping, Colin Harmon. And again, all of these films and videos are, they kind of apply to different markets. Like the chef steps is a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's all around. But I just like Colin's viewpoint. He's looking at it from a different perspective. Barista, well, the film, also awesome. Yeah. We had Rock on the podcast. So obviously that was like kind of a hard call for me. But again, it caters to a different market. His big strength, I think, is that he introduces specialty coffee to the world, to people. Yeah, or is, anybody who can listen. Yeah. Or watch. 
Anybody who can listen and watch. Can watch and listen. Best coffee writing. Ooh. Number one, at Cold Brew 420. He's ripping. He's got the sickest name, that's yeah, for sure. He does. Matt Buchanan, the all. Maxwell Colonna, Dashwood, water for coffee. And water for chocolate. Yeah. James Hoffman, Jim7.com. World champ. Ooh. Matt Perger. Perger. B Hustle. Barista Hustle. Oh, man, I got to do all those names. <laughs> okay. Inga Jacobs, Susan Cote, Lisa Conway, and Kimberly Asan. CQI Partnerships for Gender Equity Stage 1 Report. Those are all of the ones. They actually hit lots of different kind of markets and people. Oh, man. We got a lot of support from a lot of these people um, via the internet. Thanks to all those folks. I don't know. It kind of depends on what you're into. Like... I am a philosophy guy, so I kind of tend to resonate a little bit more with Hoffman. I do a lot of philosophy and thought, and uh, so I resonate more with that, even though there's a lot of good information in different ways. That's my jam, Hoffman. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and vote for Matt. I know, he's so good, too. Barista Hustle. Techie. James is also awesome, and I've been reading his stuff probably longer than everybody because he's been writing it for just a really, really long time. Forever. And we were actually talking about this earlier, and we were saying that James is really good at propose, proposing questions mm-hmm. and kind of stirring your brain around a little bit. Making you think. And for me, I like Matt right now, because I just feel like right now is Matt's time, and he's on fire with it. And he looks like uh, that one guy. He's a handsome guy. Timberlake. Uh, and Matt, you look better in the V-neck than the turtleneck. Yeah. I know the turtleneck's like your thing right now, but the V-neck pictures, I like them better. Also, the turtleneck's a little Ehrlich Bachman, so, you know. Yeah. Um, but Matt is just, um, he's got answers. He's, yeah, he did the ketones. He's he, he's teching it out. So <laughs> I, I like that. He's moving fast and doing really relevant stuff. And he's drawing his own blood. He's drawing his own blood. Have you ever drawn your own blood? I have not. For coffee. Looked into the CQI Partnership for Gender Equity Stage 1 report, which everyone will probably kill me for, but it just I just haven't had it made there yet. I haven't made it there yet. I think they spoke a little bit at, um, at Symposium, but if I'm wrong about that, go ahead and hate me forever. <laughs> I, didn't, I, d- I don't mean it maliciously. I hate you forever, Jared. <laughs> Good stuff out there. Let's talk about the best coffee magazine. Hmm, there's Caffeine Magazine out of London. Hmm, there's Drift Magazine out of NYC. Standart. That's S-T-A-N-D-A-R-T magazine from Slovakia. There's Brig magazine out of Oslo. And then there's Barista magazine out of Portland. Jeez. I voted for Barista magazine. I mean, come on. we Not only is it a good publication, but like I'm really good friends with those guys. I have I've got a real life connection with them. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sarah and Ken are freaking badass, dude. There's, Ken's there's one of like the funniest. There's no way around yeah. it. Yeah. Ken's the funniest guy on the planet. There's no way I can't vote for them. Yeah, to been. be honest, completely transparent with our listeners, I really, that's the only one that I read, and I should probably get more, but it's always been BMAG for me. It's, it's good. And they've been in the game for a long time, Yep, supporting barista community. Great people. Not that, I don't know, maybe some of these other ones have too. Maybe we just haven't heard of Caffeine Magazine. They've been around since 2002 or something. Yeah, I mean, we live... I mean, again, the part of this is where oh, we live. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that but for just it's a little a bit like 30 that, seconds. Right? If yeah. someone's listening and they're from London or they're from Oslo or from Slovakia or from anywhere, send us an email 
to info at catandcloud.com and tell us things that we're missing out on here in the States. Yeah, we'd love to hear more. We want to hear more. A lot of this stuff, I know the world's shrunk because of the internet, but there's a lot of shit that's really, yeah, we're missing out on. I mean, these are publications, right? So, I mean, I'm sure they have online versions, but how we even really have getting the opportunity to check these bad boys out. We're in the U.S. We're pretty far away. Yeah, someone tell us what to read, please. Tell me how to read. Tell me how to read. Let's talk about the best coffee subscription. Let's talk about that. Next category. Blue Bottle. The Coffee Vine. Angel's Cup. Share Coffee. Like C-H-E-R? Share? Believe in love and love. <laughs> <laughs> I share I really got the best coffee oh. subscription. Uh, uh, uh. Um, ceremony Coffee? Misto Box. <laughs> Misto Box. That's our. Vo- that's my vote. Yeah. Seth Mills at Misto Box. He'll get you what you want in the style you love. Me too. It's really customizable. I wonder if I peaked the meters in my oh, song. You probably peaked the meters. We're probably peaking the meters all over the. <laughs> you guys like our songs? Notable producer. Do we even need to read the rest? Is it fair? Um. Well, we've got a pretty legit relationship. Let's talk more about coffee subscription for a second. Oh yeah, probably should. Yeah. But yeah, Misto Box, Box <laughs> is the winner. <laughs> Do you believe in I, re- Box? I really like Blue Bottle's interface. When you go to their website, the whatever coding or whatever right. thing they do to help you figure out your frequency and all that stuff is pretty trick. So is that in part to Tonks? I don't know. If you want to talk about that? Maybe it is. I'm not sure. Tonks, I'll I just have to talk a little crap to you, bro, because we're tight buds, and we've been meaning to get you on the podcast forever, and you're like the hardest guy to tie down ever. Well, it's Tony, dude. He's got shit to do. Tonks, stop being such a entrepreneur. He's everywhere at once. <laughs> I know. Tonks, hey, hey come, come on. We'd love to talk about it's this. It's weird how he's everywhere, but then when you go to LA, he's always sitting at whatever coffee shop you go to. Not even whatever. It's always G&B downtown. It's like... And sometimes dinosaur. No, I saw him at Dinosaur. I know. Yeah. yeah, I guess he's I was just... like, you're here, but I see you everywhere else, too, on the interwebs. Yo, Tonks, get at me, dog. So the Blue Bottle interface is cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to cast my vote for Misto Box. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the rest, but I've had some really great ceremony coffee. But you know where I got my ceremony coffee? Misto Box. Mm. <laughs> I'm not even trying to throw you under the bus, ceremony coffee, but Misto Box is where I got it. Can you get Blue Bottle in a Misto Box? Probably not. I haven't gotten Blue Bottle. I've gotten many other companies. Never Blue Bottle. Interesting. I'm sure they got some proprietary stuff going on with themselves. Yeah, they're they're on a hot track to kill it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, click that Misto box, no pun intended, and we'll move on to Notable Producer. Wow, how do we even say these? Get real, bro. You get I the can't, first one? I can't pronounce half of these. <laughs> I'll take the Which first one. Which one you want to butcher, damn it? Okay, go. Fincas Mirsch, Nicaragua. That's M-I-E-R-I-S-C-H. Cool. I'm just going to get this one perfect first time. Tisfaye Bekele, Sukakuto, Ethiopia. <laughs> Wilfred Lamastis, Alita Estate. 90 plus coffee. Hmm. Tim Wendelbo and Elias Roa, Finca Tamana and Finca El Suelo, Colombia. I mean, that's fun. Major props to Tim, but I'm still going Wilfred. Tim's on a Tim's on a killing spree right now. I freaking <laughs> Tim Wendelbo's a badass dude. He's a badass. He's a certified badass and he's he's owns a farm, so that's pretty fucked up. That's awesome. That's what that so is. So if you can't hang with that, get on Tim's level, but I'm gonna vote for Wilfred Lamastis because I've had his coffee over the years and have an incredible connection to it. Yeah, and we also He was also had the some. He's also the first producer I ever was Spoke able to get with. in contact with. Yeah. yeah. He's the first name to face 
to coffee for me, and he actually wrote back, and we dialogued before he knew me. Yeah, he's he's a real deal. Just as like a nice guy. Totally. He's like, oh, you're just a dude. And That's cool. We can have we can be friends. They produce the Green Tip, which has been like you know good coffee award winner, all the goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into it. Plus so Wilford. Dude. And Wilford Jr. is certified badass too. Yeah, and that's that's due to coffee and CrossFit. Yeah, he will kick your ass. Not that he would want to, because he's he such a to. nice guy. Oh, nice guy. Um, ooh, this one's fun. Nicest package. Nicest package. <laughs> Chris Baca, obviously. Have you looked <laughs> nice at him? <laughs> package. It's uh, it's too heavy to ship. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to air freight it. Tried Couple seven forty sevens crashed. They had to get a pallet. <laughs> Five Elephant Coffee, Berlin. Counterculture Coffee, Durham, North Carolina. La Cabra Coffee, Our House, Chupa, Denmark. Chupa La Cabra. Chupa Cabra Coffee. Parlor Coffee, NYC. Those are good bags. Mm-hmm. Copa Coffee, Serbia. Um, you go first because I'm going to pull up a picture. <laughs> you mean you get a cheat? <laughs> I had something on my mind. I just wanted to make sure I was correct before I, I lied to everybody. All these things on my mind. Refuse to lose. Um, okay, well, let's talk about it. I got this um, thing called love. Just a little bit of my heart. I kind of like Kopi's packaging. Yeah. I mean, those are all good packages in their own way. I think I, if I remember right, the the lions. Was it a lion? Was it a lion? I don't know. I've blanked out because you changed the page. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Laser laser lions is that what it's called? Five elephants. Damn. Oh, yeah. The bag's nice. I remember, yeah. You want to pull up a picture of that? I'm pretty sure that the Five Elements one has flowers on it, right? Red flowers? Red flowers? We're, we're kind of cheating. Ooh, no, no, no. It's this one. Look at it. It's clean. Who is that one? Five Elephants? That's Five Elephant. Oh, five different colors for those elephants. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's clean. That's, cl- that's clean. That's it's counterculture clean. right there. That's counterculture right yeah. there. But then here is we're looking at bags on the internet, you guys. Here's the here's the weird play. Counterculture had some extra special sauce bags. I love special sauce. I feel like special sauce is really great out of uh, In and Out Burger for all y'all who want to get to the states. Go to In and Out Burger, get a lot of extra sauce, animal style on your burgers. Okay, that's my cat fact for the day. <laughs> Uh, I'm going with Kopi. I like Kopi's bags. You're going with Kopi? Yeah, I'm going with Kopi. Kopi. Jared votes for Kopi. I'm Kopiing. I'm throwing a vote for counterculture. You like them? Because I like the crazy colors. Mm, they do. Yeah, I like I like the the paper bags. I like that they're bit. all different, and I'm not finding the picture of the one that I'm really feeling, but I feel like they had a limited edition bag that was even more psychotic Remember than their the- normally colored bags, which are already pretty psychotic. Remember when we were at Verve and they did uh, bags with a picture of your face, my face, and Sarah Peterson's face on them? My mom still has those <laughs> in in her bedroom. It's pretty funny. That was like 2009, right? Or 10? 10. 2010. 2010. Yeah. And uh, that was, I just remember that being really funny. Jeez. But they had them down here. Anyway, sick package. Yeah, I'm going counterculture. Parlor coffee has nice bags. Parlor too, coffee though. does have sick those ones bags. With flowers on them, right? White those are the ones with the trees. Yeah, yeah, those are really, really clean. Hey, congratulations, Parlor. I we really like, like those too. Still voting Kopi. I just don't know if I. I don't know. It almost. Well, I'm not gonna say anything more about it. I really like it, but I'm gonna vote counterculture just because they're gonna get wild. I feel like they might get more wild too. Well, they. Yeah. I think they might be on. fully nuts. They they could be full cycle. Which is tight. 
full cycle. Outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. I love excellence. Yeah. I mean, Maxwell, Kelowna, Dashwood. Third wave, Witchland. <laughs> That's an awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. Third wave, Witchland. Putting a spell on you. Joe Morocco. Sonia Bjork Grant. Oh, gosh. Get it, dog. Agineska Rojuesca. Roesca. Agineska Roesca. I'm saying that's so wrong. I'm so sorry. I'm an American. I'm a total a... idiot. Yeah, hey. What's yeah. the other? Let's write in the other. Who would be our other? Um, Outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. Who would be super excellent? Yeah. Wayne's World. Wayne's <laughs> World. Party time. Excellent. How about we just vote for Joe Morocco and just call oh, it a day? Jo I'm yeah. voting Joe Morocco. Yeah, I voted for Joe. Come on. Joe's had a crazy life, and he's killing it still, and he's a great guy, and he's a supporter, and he always gives good, good happy. He, he always gives good. Gives happy. He hands. always gives good strange. <laughs> Joe, you give the best strange. Joe, you're giving the best strange. Always so a good guy. The Spreggies do a couple things for me. They get the, me excited. They get me excited, for sure. But the thing that they really do for me is they make it clear to me that I need to branch out and be a little bit more aware of what's going on outside of the U.S. Mm -hmm. Just so I can have a clear head about this stuff. Yeah, it's so easy to get into our little bubble. So if anybody wants to get in a weird information loop, let's Start do it. Start it. I feel like we're deep with Australia right now, but that's all. That's the only nut we've really cracked. Yeah, let's start the lion. Let's let's start the lion. <laughs> Hit us up. Info at Cat and Coffee. Whoa. Cat and Coffee. Cat and Coffee Cloud Club. <laughs> Cat and Coffee Cloud Mobile. Blech, blech, blech. You know our inf address. Info at catandcloud.com. Beneath the Balboa Building. Beneath the Balboa Building. For a couple more weeks, and then kind of randomly after that. <laughs> should we uh, keep this episode at twenty-five, or should we plow through some questions? Are we at twenty-five? We can do a quick. Let's just do a quick question or two. Quick question or two. I don't know. Maybe. Well, whatever. You got to drive home, right? No, I'm down to roll, dude. Is like we should do like a 45 minute episode, right? Uh, well, maybe, maybe more like 10 more minutes. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's do 10 more minutes. We just got a update. We just got some information. I love. Yeah, we just got some information saying that we need to cruise out soon. Let me pull up the. Let me pull up the Q and A. I have a big list of Q and A for you guys, and then I'm gonna do a quick little shout out to Sean Thacker. Sean. He was on the Instagram. He's all, like me, follow me. Answer my question on the Cat and Cloud Coffee podcast. And I searched for your question. And at this current time, I can't find it. So I'm sorry, but I'm thinking about you over here. I got one from a guy. Let's do it. Greg L. It's two questions, so I feel like this could be perfect. Greg L., you're my boy, Blue. Uh, he says, thanks for sharing all your knowledge on the podcast. Great, and thank you. I really appreciate your willingness to share and give to the coffee community. Such a uh, such great resource, as well as some laughs. I've been a barista for two plus years at Element in Camarillo, California. We are a multi-roaster shop known for being a chill hangout spot and having a pour-over bar. I have two questions. My first pertains to roasting. Several times over the past year, I've run across light-colored beans that tasted roasty when brewed. When cracked open, these beans were darker inside than out. What's going on? My only experience roasting is with an air popcorn popper, so please dumb it down for me. Well, I mean, first, let's just start there. I think... I don't know about about I don't usually see coffee that looks darker inside than out, but I have experienced I think what you're talking about, um, and I kind of I guess have maybe experienced it in two ways. It could be a brew ratio thing, and maybe on the flip side, sometimes people roast like hot and fast, and you could get like charring on your bean, but I don't think that would leave the color. The color wouldn't really change, you know, like be dark on the outside 
or light on the outside, dark on the inside. The color's confusing to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't really see I've the light on that. it. The only other thing is that maybe it's, and you can write us back because maybe we're totally off base here, but maybe it's not actually roasty. Maybe he's tasting bakey. Bakey is definitely a like, thing in the world right like now. Like maybe it's baked and maybe it's a, a light, actually light roasted coffee that's like flatlined like a slow for a and really long time something. for some reason. Yeah. yeah, but I can't understand why it'd be physically darker on the inside. And I might, I mean, maybe it's possible someone could chime in and tell us we're wrong, but I don't know if that's possible for it to be darker on the inside than the outside because the inside's protected. But you know what? You see what you see. You've got eyeballs, so <laughs> I can't discount protected. what you <laughs> it's, it's protected by it's a covered protected shell. by the outside forces. It's a chemical exoskeleton. <laughs> but I have experienced if somebody if somebody's charging their coffee too hot or hitting it with too much heat at the beginning, you can get some charring, and then the coffee on the inside's a little more green, so you can get some roasty flavors mixed in with some... Kind of crazy acidity stuff. Yeah, but that's the opposite. That's color the opposite wise of what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. But taste wise, it's kind of what he's ex- describing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Interesting. Uh, yep. Bakey stuff makes sense to me for sure. Bakey stuff kind of comes out dry and a little bit bitter, like roast in the finish, even if the coffee's light. Kind of mutes some stuff a little bit. I don't know. Uh, should I get to the second part? Yeah. Or you yeah. Got any, do no, you got any more to give him? I don't know. I, I got nothing. I'm sorry. It's cool. Second question's about his frustration with coffee business in general. When he got into coffee, he was under the impression that making coffee was v- making good coffee was very very hard. Instead, it's fairly easy to make good coffee, but nobody cares. <laughs> 99% of the people just want caffeine, friendly banner and lots of milk and sugar in that coffee. I'm so sick of people rejecting my coffee. I don't even want to talk about coffee anymore unless people bring it up. They why do people taste all caps Beer, wine, food, chocolate, olive oil, whiskey, and on and on and on, but not coffee. It's kind of bumming me out. Thanks for taking the time to read my questions. Caffeinatedly yours, Greg. Yeah. You want to chime in with the beginning of that one? Did our lights just well, go Well, the on? lights just got twice as bright Man, in the studio. I love it. It kind of wakes me up a Which little bit. Which is super weird. Um, one part I, that just came to my mind, and then while Chris rereads it uh, to digest and get ready, is... I spoke about it in another episode that will either be launched sooner or later. We just did a kind of like a run of recordings. And it was kind of about empathy being one of the best things you can do for customer service. And when you speak about not wanting to talk about <clears throat> coffee that much unless the customer brings it up, that's actually sort of a good thing. Like, not everybody cares to talk about coffee in the depth that you and I probably could speak of coffee. Like, we're very passionate and excited. And the reason somebody else out there is going to get passionate and excited about coffee and maybe ask those questions and decide to dive deeper will be based on your passion and you giving great service and you being okay with them putting tons of cream and sugar and covering up that quote-unquote nasty coffee flavor. I understand it's frustrating because you love something. But on the flip side, it's going to take a minute for people to create a relationship with coffee potentially on the level that you're trying to do it on and what we're trying to do it. And that, that relationship takes time. And it takes, exper- takes experimentation and it takes a lot of trust. And unless you can get them to trust and like you enough to keep coming back, you might lose them just by being frustrated with them not being interested. So, you know, pump the brakes a little on that. A little, I think that would uh, be important. I do understand your frustration, though. People take other craft things a lot more seriously than coffee. But trust me, we're in a place where people take coffee far more serious than they did seven, eight, nine years ago. So we're going in the right direction. Stepping stones. Stepping stones, stepping, stepping stone. time. I have questions for you. 
Um, the <laughs> let me answer your question. <laughs> let me answer with your question, question with another question. So da, 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 da. it's pretty easy to make a coffee, but nobody cares. I'm wondering what you mean when you say I'm so sick of people rejecting my coffee. Like, do people give your coffee back, or is it you're trying to talk to people about coffee and they're just not interested? Which that's probably what you mean. Um, the second thing is I, I think they do care. In a weird way, so I this is what I always default back to. Someone wants a latte, or maybe someone wants a vanilla latte, or maybe someone wants a vanilla mocha latte Frappuccino. with whipped cream. Whatever, they're gonna get that wherever they go. They can get it from you. They can get it from someone else. I bet that if your coffee is better and your preparation methods are superior, that they would rather have it from you than someone else so that being said while maybe they don't want to go down the rabbit hole of this is the farmer that i know and this is the name to the face that they probably do still appreciate what you do for them even though they might not want to geek out it and go to a cupping yep so don't be super discouraged because if they have that vanilla mocha whatever whipped cream sugary bomb from you five days out of the week or every day of the week, and then they go on vacation to whatever town that has no specialty coffee shop, and they have to get the same thing from whatever happens to be there, they're going to be pretty bummed. They're going to be like, oh, man, I wish I had my regular barista here to make me that super thing, even though it doesn't have anything to do with the farm. I wish Greg was here. I wish Greg was here ready to rip it up. Greg always treats me well. So so that's the that's that's my take on the whole situation, is that they probably do care. And then, you know, it's it's a long play, man. It's a long play. I mean, I was sneak them, sneak them some stuff. I mean, if you have customers like that, if you are building rapport and relationships with your customers, even if they are drinking sugar bomb drinks, and you have this customer mm-hmm. in your cafe for like a year, they're gonna trust you. Yep. So it takes a minute. It takes a minute, but and when they do trust you, you can do weird things because they're no longer just customers; they're your friends. <laughs> so you can say like, "Hey, Bill, dude, check this out. I know this is not your normal thing, but." You should try this you gotta espresso. Try it. Yeah. Or you should try a cappuccino. No big deal. It's totally on me. If you don't like it, give it back. I'm just trying to, you know, just roll with me here. Just and, trying to get a scholarship. And I'm just trying to get a scholarship. And they will do it as your friend. But it takes a while to get there. It does take a while to get there, but the long play is worth it. And it's it's what makes this thing special. I mean, Mr. Hoffman in his blog was talking about kind of that. He's calling it the lull, and we—I was—I was, I was oh, telling yeah. you to read we about it about today. It. Yep. Yeah, and you'll probably go home and read about it. But I mean, the, the long and the short of it is that better coffee in general is more readily available than it used to be, and because of that, it's less groundbreaking and exciting as it used to be because you can find it, and before you couldn't find it, which made it kind of a scarcity, and that is in turn kind of taking away. There's like still the draw, especially coffee, but the excitement level for the general consumer has fallen off a little bit because it's more readily available. It's just like, well, yeah, I get good coffee here and here and here. And that's not 100% true yet. Like, we've still got a long ways to go. But there's something to grapple with there. And at the end of the day, they want better coffee. But sometimes at the end of the day, it's still just coffee for general consumer. It's better coffee, but it's not their life. It's our life. And so you're in it because you're passionate about it, not because somebody else is. And that speaks to my heart because, yep. Good. Good answer. Let's do one more. Yeah, let's do one more. Do you have one one more? I got one here from, yep, where is it? Skylar. Hey, guys. 
I found your podcast recently, and I've been enjoying myself quite a bit. I'm glad to hear coffee podcasts out there. Thanks. I appreciate the discussion on scales and espresso, but I had a question. I currently work at a cafe, and I'm struggling, in to, di- I'm struggling to dial in espresso consistently. They use different grinders for pretty much every espresso, but there's no measured shot glass, scale, or timer. So I'm mostly hoping their semi-automatic or hand crank losers, which I think you meant to write levers, will be consistent. But as the correct. <laughs> hand crank losers. But as the burrs haven't been maintained well, it's impossible to know. They vary several grams sometimes. I'm at a loss, really. I take it personally when I can't pull good shots and I try to guesstimate the same amount, but I end up canceling and tossing out a lot of espresso when it comes out wrong. Any tips on cheats to get some consistency? Pretty much the same story for pour-overs. They measure out the ounces of coffee, but not the water. Sometimes I've seen cups several ounces over. Wouldn't that affect the taste much? Hmm. My coworkers say it doesn't matter, but I'm not sold. I appreciate any insights you might have. I look forward to hearing more podcasts and keeping up with everyone going on. Hi Chihuahua, bro. Skyler. That's deep, dude. You're living in the you're living I was there. Yeah, it's happened. We were there. Um You're right by not buying it. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean you're right, bro. Oh yeah. Let's pour overs is the easier one of these to tackle, so we'll tackle that first. Yeah. If they weigh out the coffee already, you could probably convince them to weigh out the water. And here's your selling point. It's not any harder. You pour water through a filter into a cup or a decanter or something. That takes, sits on top of a scale. It takes no more effort to put what would be on the counter onto a scale. And push one button. You push one button, which is tear. And that's it. Um, and trust me, bro, it doesn't tear anything, okay? <laughs> and if you want to take it up one more notch, I'm assuming they're not timing the pour over either. But see if they want to implement some kind of timer. That way you'll have three points of reference. You'll have the input, you'll have the amount of water you're using, and then you'll have the time frame. And none of these things... Oh, what are we looking at here? Somebody just... Somebody... Two people are on this text thread that I don't know that aren't in my phone, and all it says is 420 comps. 420 comps. I don't know who that is. Nor do I. Sick. I just got spammed with somebody sending a picture of 420. Well, at least it wasn't a DP. Um... (laughs) Yeah, get 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 a timer in there, get a scale going on. And if they're not buying that, try this. Worst case scenario, caveman style. Grab the kind of cup that you're gonna pour into and fill it up completely to the brim and then add like one more ounce of water on top of that into if from the boiler. But I mean I think that's super lame. That's harder. Well, and it, it's way harder. Yeah. So if they make you do that, you could just essentially argue that it's harder. Well, yeah, the scales and the scales and easy sell. So do that with the pour over. That's that's the thing. And yes, several ounces more of water. Major. You're gonna affect. You know this already. Major laser. Yeah, major laser. Input output. Get those things dialed. Okay. It's a, re- it's a recipe. It's a recipe. What if you baked bread and you were like, I'm just gonna add two and the, more ounces. The of thing flour. is that it's gonna be different every time. It's gonna be totally unpredictable. This is your selling point with the the. Whoever owns the shop too is this like consistent product. Mm-hmm. If you can implement one simple thing and have a more consistent product, the people will probably like more of the time. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. It doesn't really cost any money and get a cheap scale. Worst case scenario, just play on this podcast. Yeah, play on this podcast. You shop owner, if you're listening, I'm talking to you. I yeah. know you care because you do pour overs. And if you want to, you make brew. A little... You brew by the cup already. Yeah, you might as well take it to the next level. The next next um, espresso. Oh man. 
Different grinders for every espresso. So I'm assuming he's talking about like different kinds of grinders. Like I hope so. Like maybe one's like a Mazer Mini and right. the other one's like a... Super Jolly. Yeah, Super Clacker. Jolly. <laughs> Super Jolly with a flip-flop. Takes like 45 minutes. No measured shot glass scale or timer. Okay, this is what you have to do. You have to go rogue. Not to get fired. Just but start the trend. Start the trend. Be the so bigger person. You go to the store... Or you go to Amazon or wherever, and you spend twenty bucks on a scale and a timer, and then you bring those to work, and those just live at work, and you start weighing your. Sh- I mean, this is the stuff that I did. Yeah, yeah. When I worked at a coffee and shop, teach yourself. And yeah, and they were like, "Okay, this is what we do. We turn it on, and that looks about right." But there was no measurement, so I was like, "Okay, yeah. well, I'm gonna have to." They didn't really care enough, so I was like, "Okay, I'll get my own tools." Yeah. And that just kind of bled over into like, okay, I'm going to bring my own tamper. I'm going to bring my own this. I'm going to bring my own bar towels. And it got kind of ridiculous for a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, you just, you start the trend. And if you can show them that like, hey, I do this really easy thing and the coffee tastes better more of the time. Right. Get a scale first off before you do anything. Get right. A scale. Goodness gracious. Start weighing your input and your output. And that is going to change your life. And when you, when you're doing these things, because I'm I'm about I'm about the scale but not getting married to it, right? What you're gonna do is you wanna use the same cups, even if they're not measuring cups, every time so that you're kinda getting a visual when you're checking your work, right? So say the shot glass is one of those ACF espresso cups, RIP. <clears throat> if the shot goes two thirds of the way up and that's your correct volume, then you've kinda got a general sense of where that shot needs to be. Same thing with your weight. Like when you're weighing into the porta filter and you're tamping with your tamper, use your fingers to feel how deep your tamper is sitting in that porta filter. You can feel it on the sides. You can also feel if you're level or not. So maybe practice that as well. But you can ultimately teach yourself to know within, and it's true, within a literally 0.2 grams input input into your portafilter, you can teach yourself to be that accurate. And we have this guy named Pete Licata who talked about Chris and I doing it. So we're not just making this up. He saw us do it. You can train yourself to be that good. Or that consistent. Maybe it's not that good. But you can be as good as I am. I don't want it to sound like that. But <laughs> I'm just saying, you can train yourself to be as good in, or as detailed as you need to be. And so I would say to do that. Do that. And it, yeah, good advice on the cups, getting the same cups and looking at the where the shot sits in mm-hmm. the cup. And then after a while, you'll start to notice the variations and you'll be able to account for those to where, you know, if the coffee's fresher and yep. it's more gassy, the shot's going to look bigger than it weighs yep but you'll start to notice that you'll start to notice the flow rate and, and you'll see like okay on, yeah like on day eight it's going to be like right here in my cup and that's going to be that whatever grams and but if it's like i'm pulling really fresh espresso mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna let it fill up a little bit more because maybe there's more gas if it's older i'm gonna know it's more liquid uh-huh, uh-huh, less uh-huh. crema so yeah i would do that and then approach it with caution you know what I mean? not every shop owner wants to go down that route yeah, and, and that's just how it goes. So I totally get what you're saying about feeling self-conscious because I hate that feeling of feeling like I'm not putting out the best product possible and mm-hmm. it reflects poorly on me. But get a couple tools, bring them in, and you'll be good to go. You got this, dude. You got you got it. We did it. We're at 43. Oh, it happened. I think we got to go. Um, thanks for sitting in. We're this 43. Is a, we got to go. We got to go, player. Go. Chris got to drive home to San Luis. I got to go. I got. I got some ginger tea. We're with trying a to secure an SBA stick. loan and make it happen. <laughs> okay, you guys. <laughs> cinnamon stick. I'm gonna get eight loans. Uh, uh, it's gonna real be real talk. Real talk. Thanks for joining. What else? Yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Patrick Melroy. 
pull string press for getting the studio all dialed up for us. Shout out to Castle for the roaster and the happy times. Letting us hook it up. We just shipped out a ton of coffee and a ton of elixir. So everybody who put in an order, thank you so much. Shout out to the holiday seasons. We love it. And yeah, go go to spreads.com. Please vote. vote. Vote for the spreadies. And just take note of everybody that's on there because mm-hmm. everyone that's on there is like a super badass. Yeah, worth a look. Yeah, everyone everyone there is a winner. And there's way more winners that aren't on that list too. So we're, we're excited. We're very and excited. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it was so left field. I know. I can't believe we're on that thing. Humbling. Humbling. Do they have an award for the uh, best coffee information spot online? Unispreads.com. <laughs> <You laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all. It's us. They're all, they're all, we gave ourselves an award. Yeah. It, we win. We win. <laughs> Woo! One person in the category. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right, guys. This has been the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is Chris Baca. And I'm Jared Truby. And we love you guys a lot. And we'll see you on the other side. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Everybody. Shaka Khan. 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 Shaka